0: Good morning, good evening, good afternoon, welcome to week 15 edition of the DFS Dreamer Podcast here on the Fantasy Impact Today Network. I am with my main guy, one of my good friends, the guy who is, he is in my opinion, a DFS expert. You know why? Because he has taught me so much. The little I know, he's taught me everything. That's what he's done. <laughs> at Wee 31 over there on Twitter, make sure you're following my guy, Wee Pee-wee, at PeeWee31 over there on Twitter. How are you doing tonight, Pierre
1: well that's doing well getting getting close to the holidays you know get some time off you know i got a couple weeks off from work like real work so it'll it'll be nice to get some little family time rest relaxation so i'm looking forward to it
0: what is i gotta ask you this if you were to rank your christmas songs if you had like three christmas songs that Uh are go-to christmas songs (laughs) to get you in the little festive spirit what would they be
1: so number one <laughs> is actually in sync. Uh Merry Christmas, yeah. Happy Holidays. That's my Ooh. jam. What? On, Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays. By InSync. That's the that's the jam. That's my what? that's my one A sure. I don't, sure. Know, that that don't I know, know
0: that I know that. I don't know.
1: If you have any any younger daughters they may know it, like you know who InSync is? Well I know who InSync is. It's a it's a well, it's yeah, like their most it's like their biggest Christmas song. It's everywhere. Hmm. Anyway, yeah. but yeah, uh, that be that be my first one. Second, uh, probably this Christmas. I don't know if you know Donny Hathaway, like "And This Christmas." That probably be number yep. two. Oh, yeah. And uh-huh. then I'm a I'm a big Silver Bells guy. I like Silver Bells. So two, uh, yeah. so that's right. It's Christmas time in the city. That would probably be number three. So that's my list. In Sync, Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays. This Christmas, Silver Bells. What about you? What are your top three?
0: One of the things I've noticed is that everybody's redone all the songs, and they all, like, you, ever, you know the over-under bets that they have for the Super Bowl about how long the national anthem will take? I think <laughs> they do the same thing with Christmas songs nowadays. It seems like every, at least every, what, four out of five songs just go on forever and ever nowadays. I like the best, <laughs> I like the, the go get them songs. I'll tell you, I, I love uh, Need to Breathe Goat, uh, was it? Tell it on the mountain. Is that, yeah, is that, go, tell it on the mountain. Oh, the Need to Breathe version is so cool. I like that. Uh, I, I really like Christmas songs the most because they have backup singers in a lot of them, and I love to do the backup <laughs> singer parts. And there's the there's the one uh, I can't remember. I can't remember. It's the one. It's a female one, and she's singing the things, and uh, they they go. Uh, Ding, ding, a ling, ding, a ding, 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 something like that. <laughs> I, don't know what I, don't,
1: I don't know that. So it's a Christmas <laughs>
0: song? Is does that? that? Yeah, there's a song, and, and I mean, ding a ling a ding, 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 and they, mm-hmm. they just go tingling crazy. And I, I, I don't
1: know
0: if this sounds right or not. but they, they do, and I I get I I'm not gonna say I get into the ding a ling. That would be terrible.
1: Be terrible. <laughs> no comment. I'm not commenting on that. This is a uh-huh. this is a child friendly show. I'm not commenting on. That. <laughs> Well, I'm no, glad no, you no, got to no, laugh. I,
0: know, I needed to hear you laugh, partner. I needed to hear you laugh tonight. All right, so we're in the DFS Dreamer mm-hmm. podcast here, and we are talking about three times these players' values because we're always looking at the DraftKings boards, and we're looking at the classic thing again. Uh, what is it, 11 games again this week, Pierre, is what we're looking at?
1: Yeah, it's, it's going to start getting big. So once we we get into, you know, the the bye weeks are over now, um, you're going to start seeing the, the Thursday games be limited. I know we got two Saturday ones. Uh, this week. So just know it's going to become a big slate. But right now it's 11 games okay. for the main one on Sunday.
0: Well, it's just cool to be able to have football on Saturday, too. And I, I know the college football is on Saturday. I, d- I don't count games where they don't play defense as football. Okay? <laughs> I don't do You're it. You're
1: an SEC fan. How dare you?
0: Well, I, I like watching SEC football. That's fine. But even it's watered down nowadays. I, I, I'd I, rather, I don't know. I'm getting old and cantankerous. All right. That's what I'm getting. But we start this off. And, and once again, I'll remind everybody, nobody's hit that 10K mark yet. And it doesn't look like anybody is in the near future going to hit that. We may have a 10K-less season this year, Pierre. I think it's what we're going to have. But Josh Allen sits on top of the quarterback board, and he is at 8,100. Let's take him all the way down to my, my friend and yours, Jalen Hurts, at 66. And, and I got I, this is how the game goes this for this little round. OK. OK.
1: Eeny,
0: meeny, miny, mo. He has a hurt ankle or maybe turf toe. If he yeah. hollers, do not pay. His backup is a cheap DFS play. That's the game. That's.
1: That's a little <laughs> – I'm not sure I'm going to be able to keep up this game. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, everybody's hurt. There's everybody's a lot. got an ankle. There's everybody's got turf toe. Everybody's ankle. got something. Everybody's going on. I don't know. Just play. Just pay their backup man. No, Josh Allen, I, I bet you Josh Allen will play. It looks like he, that he will. Do you think that he'll be able to hit three times his value at 8,100 against a tough, in the past, Carolina Panther yeah. defense?
1: I do. Um, for one, Buffalo throws the ball a ton uh they, they don't really run the ball at all uh, i feel like they'll they'll be up they'll be they'll be up and they still won't run the ball here uh you also got cam and pj walker on the other side so it should put the offense in some pretty <laughs> good field position and and just really get them kind of firing all cylinders they're struggling a bit they they need to bounce back make sure they get into the playoffs for one so mm. i do like him to get the three times uh the salary this three times the value for his salary one of the
0: one of the things I saw that was weird with Kyler Murray playing against the Rams, he's out there huffing and puffing. I know the kid does a lot. He does a lot. He <laughs> runs around a lot, and he has to make things happen. Uh, and he seems to be scrambling for his life. But man, he seems—I don't want to say out of shape, even. But I, I don't—I don't know. He just seems to be huffing and puffing a lot. Well, he hit three times his value at seventy nine hundred against the Detroit Lions.
1: And that'd be tough. Detroit will have to keep the game close for him to do so. Uh, I'm not sure they do that. Uh, so I'll probably go, I'll probably go, no, but I mean, he, he definitely is capable. Uh, you got to keep in mind, he's missed, you know, some games himself with his ankles. So he, he's probably still working his way back in the game shape. Uh, he did lose DeAndre Andre Hopkins for the rest of the, the regular season today. So he's going to be down as his top weapon, even though he's been banged up a bit, but he might be forced to, to kind of run more, watch the James Conner news. You know, he got hurt really with like the next to last play, on that Monday night game as well. So if you know those guys are out, he may be caught on to do more that mm-hmm. may also help Detroit keep it closer. So I just pay attention to the news for his, his value there.
0: I had a phone call earlier this week from somebody who wanted to talk to me. And I said, Aaron, Aaron Rodgers. I am not talking to you. I hung up the phone after what you did to my Bears. So publicly, I'd like to say, you know, I deserve an apology, Aaron, publicly, before I pick up the phone and answer that phone call. Do you think he'll be able to hit three times his value with his hurt turf toe against Baltimore at 7,500?
1: I do. He's he's starting to heat up. Uh, it's just that that time of year for him. You look at his last three: what 32, 29, 36. Uh, he's really the, the main weapon there in, in Green Bay. When he's out of that lineup, you know, they struggle when he's there. They they got a chance. I don't know why your your was it Floyd did the, the discount double check belt, you know, first <laughs> quarter. He definitely paid for that. But yeah, I do like Rogers again this week going into Baltimore.
0: Yeah, that was a mistake. Lamar Jackson <laughs> at seventy two hundred against those Packers.
1: Uh, I don't know. His his ankle concerns me, so I'll yeah. say no. For one, the Packers defense has been much better. Uh, here lately, and they're also getting healthier themselves. They could be getting Jair Alexander back soon. Uh, but most of Lamar's upside comes from him and his ability to run. Uh, he has an ankle sprain. They say it's not high ankle, but, you know, still that's going to limit his mobility a bit. Uh, their their offensive line of struggled protecting him anyways when he was healthy, so I'm going to say no for Lamar.
0: I think out of this top tier, I would like to say that you think Stafford probably has the best shot at hitting three times his value, or at least is your favorite out of this top tier because he's going against those (laughs) Seattle Seahawks.
1: Yeah, he is. So he'll probably be one of the most popular plays as well. Uh, Right now, he's grading out uh, best points per dollar. Uh, Quarterback on the slate, 3.6. Right now, he's projecting for about 25 fantasy points. Uh, you also look at his situation with his running back. you don't know if Henderson's going to come off the COVID list. Uh, they have Sonny Michelle, but, you know, he, he likes to throw the ball. Uh, I think Beckham went on the COVID list as well. So, again, you got to monitor the news right now because COVID's kind of running wild uh, on the NFL, and it yeah. seems to be hitting teams and, uh, right now. So if in the Rams, so I just pay attention to his weapons, pay attention to Stafford himself uh, going into the weekend.
0: Yeah, they got Stafford and Cup over there in a little bubble eating breakfast together <laughs> somewhere. You know, <laughs> they're fine. They're safe. They're safe. Uh, uh, Jalen Hurts, uh, if he plays against the Washington football team, sixty six hundred, pretty low price for Jalen. It feels like.
1: Yeah, he hasn't he hasn't been this low since week ten. So I like the price. Again, I, I worry about the uh, the ankle. Um, he has another. I think it's his is high ankle, uh, mm-hmm. from what I heard from Nick Sirianni, which is a little more worrisome. Uh, so I, I'd probably go no. Uh, Washington's defense has been playing a little bit better themselves. And, again, when you're a mobile quarterback, you, you kind of need to cut and juke, and that's what he's going to need to do. So I'll go no just because of the ankle concerns.
0: Okay. I would agree with you. I have a tendency to agree with you on that one. Uh, next little tier, Dak Prescott at 6,500. Let's take it all the way down to Smoking Teddy Bridgewater at 5,500. <laughs> all right. Let's go all the way down there. And I'm, I'm, I got two players, two players in this tier that I don't think – Will hit three times their value, Pierre. Two players <laughs> I don't think will hit two, three times their value. Can you tell me who those two players are?
1: Not gonna hit three times their value. Yeah, we have a
0: Dak Prescott, a Russell Wilson, okay. Joe Burrow at sixty-one, Tannehill, Hill, Garoppolo, Toa Tug- Tug- Tungavalua, Ben Roethlisberger, <laughs> and Teddy Bridgewater. For those of you playing at home, I
1: say Tannehill's one. Tannehill is not one.
0: I, I I don't like the Pittsburgh defense. I think that Tannehill it's really close. I mean, it's eighteen points. And and you know, he yeah. has that little bit of rushing upside. It seems like now, whenever they get along the goal line, Ryan Tannehill's looking to do it first, rushing. And I really just don't like the Pittsburgh defense. And I think that the Tennessee defense will be able to just I don't want to say confuse Ben Roethlisberger, but just, you know, they play scrappy defense. They play scrappy defense, and it'll put a positive game script there for Tennessee. So I think Ryan Tannehill has the shot at doing
1: it. Yeah, he's been he's been pretty mediocre. I mean, you yeah. look at what his last five, he's only hit 18 once. Uh, so that's tough. Uh, I, can, I can see, you know, the Steelers are struggling, especially if T.J. Watt's out. Uh, but clearly he's not one, so I was wrong there. Let's see, not three times. Mm, Bridgewater
0: Teddy Bridgewater. Yes, you are correct. I don't think Teddy Bridgewater will be able to do it against that Cincinnati Bengals defense. Plus, like you're talking about here with uh, Tannehill, Tannehill was right on the, the cusp of it. I didn't want to give you three. I wanted to make it a little bit more <laughs> difficult. Okay. Uh, but he, he hasn't hit that mark very often, if at all, you know, the 16, 17 point mark, only one time, maybe two times out of the last five games that you see there. And to me, the Cincinnati defense is one of those that just doesn't let up big plays. And, and Denver doesn't hit a lot of Big plays
1: anyway this has been much better than i thought they would be this is a really important game too just for the the playoffs uh in the afc big matchup for these i think they're both seven and six if i'm not mistaken so a big showdown it'll be interesting to see what happens there in mile high uh the other one i don't know i'm gonna say russ i think the rest of these guys probably get there but my my guess will be russell wilson
0: uh, and I am wearing, I don't know what kind of sunglasses I'm wearing. I guess I'm wearing giant sunglasses. I, I Maybe I fooled myself about this giant defense. I just don't think Dak Prescott is, will be able to do it. Ah. He's, uh, he, well, he hasn't done it three out of the last five weeks, and I know one of those weeks maybe he was a little bit injured against Kansas City or whatever it was. I, I can't remember that far back, but I, I mean, he did it against Atlanta. He did it against Vegas, but he did not do it against Washington, New Orleans, or Kansas City, and and I'm going to put the Giants' defense a little bit closer to Kansas City's than anybody's uh, in this group. I don't think Kansas City was playing as well as they are right now whenever they played against Dallas. That, that's just me. I, 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 I don't once you take Ezekiel Elliott out of the mix, which they've done pretty well, the other defenses hasn't. So is Dak Prescott. Well, uh, they, they look, maybe that, maybe they can uh, (laughs) drop 12 back there and not worry about him.
1: Yeah. He hasn't, he hasn't been great. Um, here Really since coming off the the calf, like he started off the season red hot Uh, since the calf injury, he hasn't been great, but I kind of go back to, to what I said earlier when it, it comes to just the field position. So you, you look at, you know, what, I said with Cam and Walker and Carolina, he can have the same with Mike Glennon uh, there with the Giants. If they're they're able to, you know, get defensive stops, which I think Dallas's defense has been better as well. You know, Micah Parsons is probably the defensive rookie of the year. Uh, you got Diggs back there. So they should put Dak in, in, you know, advantageous type of positions. And with that, you know, he should be able to put up fantasy points. He shouldn't have to drive, you know, links to the field. He may not have the, the yardage that you need, but he should be in the, the red zone get touchdowns. I think he can have a, a bounce back game this week. Yeah. It's just the 21. I don't,
0: I don't hey. know. Every, Everybody else. I, I kind of like their, Uh like I said, Tannehill's right on the outskirts of that. Anybody you see that you just really love out of that group?
1: I think Tua's is going to probably be the most popular play uh, down in this range at 5,700. Uh, for one, he's going up against the jets. Uh, that's definitely going to help him out. He he had 18, you know, 0.5, uh, just a couple weeks ago against the J- the jets that was in New York. Uh, now he's at home. He has Devontae Parker back. Uh, hopefully he gets those running backs off the COVID list himself. Uh, I think Tua is going to be a really big popular play. He's great now, right below Stafford for me right now.
0: Okay. All right. That sounds good. I like that. I like that Tua pick. You know I like the Tua pick. <laughs> I bet. I bet. Hey, let's go Taylor Heineke there at 5,500, who was a full participant in practice today on Wednesday, which is good because I think, I think his backup was <laughs> on the COVID <laughs> list now. So it's just a revolving door. Yeah. It's just a revolt. Hey, let's go all the way down there, the rest of the field, and let me go first while you take a look at everything. Uh, first of all, uh, what is Colt McCoy doing above Matt Ryan? That's what I, I want to know. What Colt McCoy is doing above Matt Ryan, <laughs> above Zach Wilson?
1: He had that stretch. He had that good stretch when yeah. when Kai was at.
0: <laughs> yeah, I, you know what I'm going to say? I'm going to say Davis Mills. Uh, Jacksonville looked like a dead team walking last week. I apologize to anybody who heard mm. me on any, any of the podcasts last week talking about the Jacksonville Jaguars. Yeah, I thought they were going to do a little bit better, but, man, that team has clearly quit on Urban Meyer, and I don't I, I don't even know what that team's doing anymore. But Davis <laughs> Mills didn't look too bad. Uh, he made everybody around yeah. him better, I think, than Tyrod Taylor. I know he's at 5,400. He put up 20-something mm. points last week.
1: I think yeah, Davis don't Mills did do it. Said, oh. don't do it. Okay. Don't play they'll, they'll play Davis Mills on the road. Uh he played uh, really well at home, actually. Uh you look at his home, he's averaging seventeen point four. Away he averaged is four point eight. Uh he has not he's not hit double digits in one, two, three, four, four games on the road. He's not hit double digits once. So I know Jacksonville's in shambles, Irvin Meyer. He needs to probably be out of there. I'm not sure what, what's taking con in the Ownership so long that to, to make that move, but I just I still don't trust Davis Mills on the road.
0: Well, I, I look at that. I saw the home road splits as well, and mm-hmm. uh, one of those things at Buffalo, at Indianapolis, at Arizona, and I think well, who's the other one? At uh, that that was it. That was it. Yeah. Um, so you know, it's just one of those things where I think that those are really tough defenses as well. And you look at New England, and they he played lights out against New England. So I don't know. I, I hear what you're saying though. It's something to consider.
1: I mean the Rams were at home, that's a tough defense. New England <laughs> at home, those are at home. Those are all good defenses. The the common denominator
0: is, is, on, the is on the road. Is so, on the road. Okay. I right. uh, I got you. Who who do you like out of this one? Your Nobody. turn. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like
1: you doing down here. Uh, I would I mean if I if I would take a shot, it would probably be uh Trevor Lawrence uh, to be honest with you, uh, because everyone's going to be off of Jacksonville. They're they're really in turmoil, they're in shambles uh texans they're, they're still a good matchup uh you look at lawrence and one of his big games was you know week one uh they at houston he got 25 fantasy points two for 332 yards i know the team's not the same the, the offense isn't the same but if there was a a game that he would kind of have a bounce back i think it'd probably be the the texans in this type of situation uh, i'm not gonna play him because i really don't like anyone down here but he'd be the one person i would pick down here if i had to
0: I put Trevor Lawrence on here because I seem to be a week early on things, and I said him last week, so this is the week he will go on.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> hey, let's go over to wide receivers and your guy, Cooper Cup. I guess he has an outside shot at hitting that 10K because he is sitting there still at 9K, but it's kind of mm-hmm. he's kind of you know flustered off there, I just kind of went, went 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 by the wayside. Look at 7K, all the way down to 7K with Tyler Lockett. I want to ask mm-hmm. you, Cole or Cookie? Quickly, as we work through these guys, we'll start with Cooper Cup, three times the value. Cookie. Will he give All you the a Colt or cookie? Cookie, cookie,
1: cookie, cookie, oh. cookie, cookie, cookie. <laughs> it just cookie, cookie, <laughs> Cooper Cup. Even more with Beckham on the COVID list now. I mean, yeah. he's the he's the guy. Him and Jefferson. So cookie away for for Cooper Cup. That's a, that's a, a lot. Of, of,
0: yeah, cookie,
1: cookie, Cooper Cup. Is that his new nickname? <laughs> there you
0: go, De- Devonte Adams.
1: Uh, cookie. Cookie. Cookie, yeah, oh, Debo,
0: yeah. Depot, if healthy, no question, barked by him.
1: Yeah, if healthy, I don't, I still don't think they'll, I don't think they'll need him. I'm gonna go, with Cole? Was that the other option? Mm-hmm. Cookie or yeah, Cole? I'm going Cole. Yes, they, they didn't really utilize him either. No, like, no. Got, What one target? He got some rushes, but I, I'm just, I gotta see him get back in his, his, uh, his target, his touches. Yes. So Cole at
0: 8,224 is hard to get to for any wide receiver. So especially <laughs> if he's out there just being a, a maybe a decoy is what he yeah. looked like a little bit last week. Uh, Diggs at 7,700.
1: Uh, I'm going to stay Cole. I, I think he's going to start to get his targets. He saw 13 last week. Uh, they're probably going to be out without Emmanuel Sanders, which could help him out some, but I'll, I'll stick with Cole.
0: All right. Next one is Devontae, Deontay Johnson at 7,500 against those Tennessee Titans.
1: i look Cookie. Uh, he's still getting tons of targets. Uh, I, I actually like the, the Steelers a little bit in this spot, so I'll, I'll take Cookie for Deontay. CeeDee Lamb at 74. Hmm. I think one of these Dallas guys are going to get here. I don't think, I don't know if it's Lamb, so I'll go Cole.
0: Yeah, they all seem to get like, uh, well, at least him and, uh, you know, him and Amari seem to get around 20, you know, or 18 to 20, and you don't know which one. And then. It's
1: <laughs> and not quite other re- boom. Re-
0: Yeah, other receivers are like, hey, forget about Jamar Chase at
1: 7,100. Uh, I'm going to go Cole. Oh. Yeah, he, just, he, had a, he had a good game against San Francisco there late, but. He just, I don't know, he's he's not been the same since early on. I think teams are more focusing on him versus Higgins, so I'm going to go Cole. Tyler
0: Lockett, our last one at 7K against those Rams. <clears throat> I'm going to uh, yeah, yeah. I'm
1: gonna stick with Cole. I, I think I like Metcalf
0: this week. Okay. All right. Metcalf better this week, even though Metcalf just hasn't done anything. Duh, we're looking <laughs> at Hopkins right there at out. Out now. What? Where did that I come know, from? It, that field. What is that?
1: That was today. He got hurt yeah. uh, on one of those hell mary type of attempts late in that Monday night game, and he's he's done for the season. They think he might be back for the playoffs, but he is he's out for the season now.
0: He's always been a tough guy. I, I won't be surprised if he's back for the playoffs. But let's go then I guess from Juicy McLaurin all sixty eight hundred uh, all the way down all the way down to who do I got there at fifty eight hundred? Who's that? Who'd I wrote? Who'd I write? Fifty eight hundred
1: cooks. Hold on, i cabbage. look at
0: it. I look cooks. Maybe Cook's at 58, Gage at Maybe. 58. Yeah, yeah, I, I, yeah, that does not look <laughs> like a G at all. All right, let's go. On. There's 11 players. There might be 10 players. I may have taken Hopkins out of there now. Hopkins players in this tier, uh, there are four that I am confident will hit three times their value. The four that I am confident will hit three times their value. T. Higgins. T. Higgins, yes, he is one of them. He seems to really have come to life this last couple of times. And uh, if Mixon is still a little bit banged up, which uh, it seemed like he was the uh, last time I checked the injury report, uh, T. Higgins is just that guy who's been able to get to 18 pretty easily. I think he could do it in his sleep again.
1: Yeah, ever since I stopped playing him, he's been on a tear. <laughs> <laughs> I think we even had that conversation. As soon as I stopped, he went nuts. So Higgins is one. We'll go to – ew, this is ugly. This is ugly. Uh, yeah, so you cool. know –
0: Claypool is one of them. They just they seem to be wanting to get him more involved in the game action. From what I saw last Thursday night, they had plenty of opportunities to pull him out of the game and say, look at here, man, just get your act together. Go sit on the bench, you know? But they <laughs> didn't do it. I think they need him. I think they want him involved in the game. Uh, so I, I do think Claypool can get there. He's only at 6K or a little bit below it, so he's got to get to 18. I think he could get to that against the Tennessee Titans.
1: And he's gotta redeem himself too after that little celebration there late. That that cost him a few seconds in that game. Uh let's see, final one. Mm, no. I'll go with your Bama guy, Waddle.
0: Waddle. Uh he's in here? Oh yeah, he is in there. Yes, it was Waddle. <laughs> <laughs> no, it is. It is. Well, that's one of them. You got one more after this. Waddle is in there. He said three. Uh, he's, just, three. he's done it. Did I? I said four. No, more uh, with three times the uh, value. Four I mean, Black uh, Waddle. Waddle is that guy. He's just he's the guy that uh, is being leaned on e- each and every week. I know they're going against the Jets, and doesn't seem like they have to pass very often. But it is at home. Waddle's just active and involved in every single game. I think he gets you that, maybe even more. He's just that boom player.
1: Yeah, I, I like Waddle. He he seems to have a connection with with Tua now and. Even when Parker got back, he hasn't really lost much. So uh, I like his little touchdown celebration now, too. That's pretty sweet. Uh, <laughs> there's one more. I don't Marquise Brown?
0: No, no, not Marquise no. Brown. He's been really a bummer lately, under 10 fantasy points, DraftKings points almost every week, it feels like.
1: Well, I'm not I'm not saying Cooks because I don't like Mills on the road. So. Well, it's games? not what you like. It's what I like. <laughs> you said who's going to get the three times <laughs> the value.
0: <laughs> I was confident. I am confident that they will. And okay. yes, Cooks Cooks was one of them. Him and Ayuk are both right there, neck and neck with me. Uh, but Cooks is just a little bit cheaper value in this tier. And I, I'm sorry, Pierre. I'm, I'm going to go against. I'm going to say that they're going to do well against Jacksonville on the road. I think the Houston Texans will. So I do. He's only 5,800. Uh, seemed to play really well last week. And I, you know, you threw the wrench in there of them not playing good on the road. At least Davis Mills. So we'll have to see about that.
1: Okay. Well hey, he will be a top target, so it's possible. I'm just a little biased.
0: Okay. Uh, well yes, uh, un- yes, you are a little hateful is what it is. <laughs> whoa, uh, who,
1: <laughs>
0: do you like anybody in here that we didn't mention? Besides Metcalf. I, I like
1: Metcalf. Uh, okay. I know he's a little he's questionable, so you gotta pay attention to that. Um Cooper, I, I think he can he can get there. Again, I, I feel like one of the, the Cowboys receivers are, are gonna go off. I, I just never know who's gonna be uh, it could be Cooper, but I, I probably I think he named off the, the other ones I like. Uh, I know my wife played Juicy, uh, so she wanted me to make you aware that she was very upset <laughs> that he got a concussion early on in that game and <laughs> ended up with zero points.
0: Sabotage, all right? Yeah, yeah. I, you think I? You think I care? She's got she's running around with the Aaron Rodgers jersey on, man. You think I care? <laughs> Juicy,
1: good,
0: good, juicy, but juicy again. Oh, you know, I hate that. I hate that for
1: her. <laughs> she survived.
0: Uh, Russell Gage is that guy, too. I think that he has, he'll has. he be able to eat up a bunch of those targets, and mm-hmm. he's out there a lot for the Atlanta Falcons, and they're going against San Francisco this week, who has been a high-powered offense as of late anyway, and he kind of has that T. higgins role. role. Uh, a lot of people concentrate on Kyle Pitts with this team, but Russell yep. Gage at 5,800 I think is a pretty good value as well.
1: Yeah, he's he's seemed to come along. I know he was banged up early. A lot of folks thought he would be, you know, that second guy uh next to Ridley. And then of course the the pits happened in the draft. But he he's starting to come along. You gotta worry about Cordell Patterson out of the backfield as well. So he's kinda under the radar and if you feel like they're gonna be behind and need to throw the ball, I think he's definitely in play.
0: Uh, let's go from Van Jefferson, 5,600, all the way down to 5K with Jameson Crowder. I got to ask you a question here out of this group. Uh, now that with the Hopkins news coming out, Kirk mm-hmm. at 5,300, is he the man to play or should we be pivoting over to a green or even a, a what's it, Rondell Moore? Is that his name?
1: Yeah, it's Rondell Moore out of Purdue, uh, <laughs> school here in uh, Indiana University. But uh, I think I go Kirk. Uh, I think Christian Kirk kind of. Seems to be the one that stepped up. I think there were some times even last year that he, he kind of stepped up when Hopkins missed a, a game or so. Uh, it was hard to do it this year because Kyler was out <laughs> the majority of the games. Yep. The Hopkins was also out. Uh, A.J. Green's cheaper, so, I mean, it does save you, you know, about $400. And he, he seems to have a pretty good connection as well on the outside. But Kirk's more your big play guy as well. He can get behind the secondary. Uh, so if I wanted more bang for my buck – I remember Detroit earlier on in the season, you know, let Marquise Brown and stuff get behind them. So Kirk would be the guy I go for uh, there in Arizona. I think uh, Rondell Moore is more your your short route, A-dot type. They like to get him in bubble screens, uh, sweeps, things along those lines to, to kind of use his speed. Uh, so in order to be a pass catcher, I, I'd take uh, Christian Kirk.
0: Yeah. And I think even Zach Ertz will probably eat into some of that mm-hmm. Rondell Moore type of stuff, you know, just the short yardage possession type of thing in the middle of the field now. And I don't know that they've necessarily, that, you know, you know, Arizona's had a lot of injuries. And so <laughs> when I was looking back at some of those games this year, I was like, oh, well, you can't judge that, uh, whenever Hopkins was out because Colt McCoy was the quarterback. And so that kind of changes things for him up again a little bit. So I think if it we does. have to take a wait and see things, but, I, uh, Regardless of who was in there, it seemed like Christian Kirk had the, uh, the the consistent targets, the consistent playing time all throughout that. So I like what you said there. All right. Uh, so out of that tier, do you like anybody else in there?
1: I do like Van Jefferson, uh, 5,600. Even more so if, if Beckham can't suit up because of the COVID list. Uh, you look at really his last three weeks, he's been in double digits. I uh, only got three targets in that, that game Monday night, but he you know, caught a big bomb for a, a touchdown. He's got touchdown in three straight games. If there's no Beckham on the field, I do like Van Jefferson quite a bit there at 5,600. I feel like the, there's going to be like a potential potential shootout between Cincinnati and Denver. I got to see the weather. I know Denver can get cold around uh, this time of year, so that'd be something to monitor. But I think Judy uh, could be in play there at 5,400. He seems to be getting... Uh, the majority of the targets here uh, the last few weeks in Corton Sutton's just kind of taking a back seat. Uh, so I, I think you could kind of play Judy there. I know a lot of people are like I'm on uh, Ross St. Brown uh, just with his targets back to back weeks. He's gotten 12 targets. If you feel like Detroit's going to really be trailing uh, the Cardinals here in this game, which they're, you know, projected to do so, then St. Brown could be in play uh, though. A salary continues to creep up there at 5,200. Yeah. And I, I don't mind Bateman if
0: the other quarterback is in there, not yeah, named mean, Lamar Jackson, be, just because yeah. it seemed like he was very uh, a targeting Bateman. He, he had was. a good connection with him, and so I would save him at 5K if, if Lamar does not play. He was
1: catching everything, too. I, I was watching the end of that game, and Bateman was snagging it all.
0: Yeah, he's he's by far a very talented receiver, if not the most talented receiver on that squad. All right, the rest of the field here, Pierre. I got a little R.O.F. here. I didn't do bad on my Marvin Jones Jr. pick last week. <laughs> he was the best receiver, maybe even out there on the field last week for both yeah. teams. True, <laughs> but he did. Yeah, right. I don't know if he hit three times. He didn't hit three times of value though. Uh, who else do we look at down here though? As I, I you know you know whose time of year this is? It's I, not not this week. Maybe it's it's gonna be next week. I wanted to say him this week. I'm like, no, don't say him this week, man. And so it works out perfect for him to do it well really really well next week. Robbie Anderson, it's it's about his time of year. <laughs> and last week he came alive with a bunch of targets last week. He so did. we're gonna keep our eye on him for next week, especially, but not against Buffalo. We're not gonna touch him against Buffalo.
1: Yeah, probably wouldn't against Buffalo, but he he did seem to have a little resurgence. I think. Darnold's like close to get back to you, so it'll be interesting to see what happens. Oh, no, what the Panthers quarterback situation. Uh, I think you can uh, go to AJ Green. We kind of mentioned him, uh, he's going to be the other one opposite Christian Kirk. Uh, I like Cole Beasley uh, this week, 4,900. Uh, again, Emmanuel Sanders is probably going to miss this game, uh, so I think he's going to be in play. He's going to see some more targets there against Carolina, uh, as well as his counterpart there and Gabe Davis, uh, Gabriel Davis, 3,700. Uh, came in saw a good amount of snaps uh he's he's kind of up there with digs when you you go to like his red zone targets for he's not he's not gotten a lot of snaps in a lot of games but when he's in there he gets targets uh there against tampa bay he got eight uh, of them last week caught five of them for 43 yards and a touchdown so back-to-back weeks with touchdowns there i like gabe davis at 3700 also
0: that sounds like a winning plan. All right. We're gonna jump over here from wide receiver. Let's go over to our defenses real quick
1: before Oh, Devontae Parker. Don't let me forget him. I like Devontae Parker also. Forty three hundred for Miami. Okay. All go right. ahead, let's All jump. Right. No, no, that's
0: that's good. Let's go over to DSCs. Cs. You ever you ever uh were you ever A C D C guy growing up here? It doesn't seem like it'd be your company. Uh,
1: it I've heard a couple of songs, but no, that's that's not my genre.
0: They they used to have a song called TNT. It's dynamite. That's what they had one. And and I, I was sitting there, and while I wrote down DST in our notes in our show notes, I went DST. It's dynamite. And I was going, hey, that's how I like it. I like it. There you go. Uh, but that uh, that you play the cheap ones and they'll hit you just right. I was making up a whole bunch of words. But this week, I do not think that there are any cheap defenses that I like in this in this bracket. I don't think that I would start out. I, I mean, almost anywhere from my computer screen, anyway, that are really low ones. Do you see any?
1: No, I, I don't. I don't like any down here, really. Um, I just don't. I, the Jets would probably be one if you Maybe? had to, but I don't, I don't like them either. It is uh, again, if you had to pick one, it, it would be them. I mean, Tua can—he's been really good, but he's he's capable of making mistakes. But I, I don't like anybody down here.
0: I really don't either. I had to scroll all the way up, and I think the first one I really kind of liked, and I, I liked them a lot really, was the Buffalo Bills. I started thinking about maybe the Bengals. I was going, nah, now you're just trying to reach, man. Broncos, you're trying to reach. The Steelers, and I told you what I thought about Tannehill a little bit earlier. Uh, yeah. And So I didn't really like the Pittsburgh Steelers defense. They haven't impressed me all year. The Titans defense going on the opposite side at 3K. I'm like, oh, if you're going to spend 3K, you might as well spend 31 and get Buffalo.
1: <laughs> yeah, I think Buffalo's the the play at defense if you can, if you can afford them. Uh, You may have to try to afford them Uh, there. You've seen Cam making mistakes. P.J. Walker's not good. So they're definitely in play. Uh, If you had to go cheaper, um, I think there's just a game to target. That's the Texans-Jaguars. If you had to take a shot on one of them, uh, they're both at 2,800. You can kind of flip a coin and and pick one. I'd probably lean the Jaguars. I know they're a team in turmoil, but I mentioned the whole Davis Mills on the road thing. So I'd lean Jaguars there. But you could, on the, the same side, take the Texans. Uh, if you feel like the Jags are, you know, headed, you know, straight down and getting ready to crash and burn with the Urban Meyer situation, you can take the Texans as well. Uh, so both of them at 2,800, but i try to get up to the bills.
0: Yeah. I thought about the Texans too. And I went, nope, they had negative two points last week. I make it a policy. <laughs> <Never> t- <laughs> hey, let me remind everybody, everybody are listening to the DFS Dreamer podcast, edition number 15 of the 2021 NFL season. I think it's the 2021. I get confused on those. That's <laughs> the rumor. the COVID (laughs) washout. Uh, Well, we're here in the DFS Dreamer podcast. That is my guy, Pierre, at Wee 31 over there on Twitter. You can find me as well at... Uh, loafing it over on Twitter. Don't forget to follow the Show at Fi Today with a little underscore. We do appreciate you guys retweeting, quote tweeting, participating in the in the DraftKings contest that we put on the DFS Dreamer DraftKings contest we put on each and every week. That always fills up, and we always have a blast being able to see the same names, being able to see what they do. And JB Berry's actually won it the last couple of weeks, which is pretty cool. But I placed again, Pierre, which is like the fourth or fifth time I've been able to place in a contest this year. And so that's that's really <laughs> moving up in the field for me.
1: From last year, you are. I keep. I keep just missing. I'm like yeah. fourth, fifth all year, but I'm. I'm gonna get there. JB's motivated me a little bit, you know, with his <laughs> his victory laps there. He's had two really good weeks yes. uh, with really good teams, but I got. I gotta get up there. I gotta be able to bark a little myself.
0: Yeah, well, yes, and you—you've done plenty of barking in the past. Let me <laughs> let me assure you, my friend, you have done that. Uh, and, and also, let me tell everybody too: the Baby Bowl uh, Playoff Edition is coming out really soon. I'm going to probably link that to this tweet as well, just because it's one of those things that you and I are participating in, and our, our good partner Rob Norton as well, who's been mm-hmm. trying to do this not only for. Uh, the community, the fantasy football community, but also for uh, charities that we have this money going out to for the the Baby Bowl playoffs. And that's only $20 to enter this, this playoff edition. And it's really cool. We're really close to breaking that 100, 100 participant mark. And I, you know how I am here. I'm saying 100, but let's go for 200, Rob. Let's go for <laughs> 200. You know?
1: It's nice. And I, I know the, a lot of proceeds go to the March of Dimes. It's a really good calls. And a lot of good people in there. I know we're, we're always just bouncing ideas off of each other, you know, non-Baby Bowl related, you know, our, our own fantasy leagues and, and things along those lines. A lot of smart minds uh, in their rankings every week, which is cool to, to kind of see who's in the rankings, not just overall, but also for the week and who's catching each other. So it's it's been a good time and it's a really good cause, as we mentioned earlier.
0: Yeah, I forget about that chat room sometimes, and and you mentioned how we're in there with all those different people, and there are great minds, big names in there as well, who participate in the Baby Bowl, and we get to have the first editions of their Uh, material that they put out or the content that they create, (laughs) they drop it in there as well so that we can see it. We also, uh, you know, have an opportunity to share those things as well into the fantasy football community. So a lot of different eyes get on that. So it's really a cool thing. The baby bowl is, Hey, let's jump over to tight ends, Pierre on this holiday of version of the DFS dreamer podcast. And to me, uh, when I look at these tight ends, starting at 7,500 with George Kittle, all right, all the way down to just at 5k. I, I, I went to the store and I got me a crystal ball, you know, I'm Christmas shopping and everything. And I got a crystal ball and I was polishing it up and I could see into the future this time, Pierre. And I think yeah. that there are. Oh, yeah. And I think that there are three tight ends here in this tier that are going to hit three times the value that we'd like to shoot for on the DFS Dreamer podcast uh, between George Kittle at 7,500, Mark Andrews, Kyle Pitts, Zach Ertz, Dallas Goddard at 5,300, TJ Hawkinson, Dawson Knox at 5,100, and of course, Jasecki at 5K. Can you name who those three are for me?
1: Um, I'll start with Dawson Knox.
0: I looked into the future, Pierre, and I saw uh, Dawson Knox hitting three times his value against the Carolina Panthers this week. He's done, he did really well last week coming and rebounding off that game. I don't think Carolina's any tougher of a defense than Tampa Bay. So, yes, I think he can get to 15. What did he get to, like 18 last week or something like that?
1: Yeah, he had 19 last week. Uh, I don't know where that accent came from. He could be off. Yeah, he, he, he got there for sure. Uh, it's Two out of the last three weeks he's been there, so... Knox is one. Let's go
0: with Goddard. Uh, Dallas Goddard played very, very well with Gardner Minshew, their quarterback, last week. But I do not think that he's played and performed all that well. As I look into the future, Jalen Hurts throwing him the ball turns into interceptions this week, Pierre.
1: (laughs) Okay. Okay, Wes. Um, (laughs) Am I right or
0: wrong? Am I right or wrong on Goddard?
1: I mean, it, it depends, like. It's tough. Like I do think that he's he's going to be their their either first or second weapon is sure. him and, and Devonte Smith. So that's the thing. He should get his his target share. Uh, it's a game that is really going to depend on what Washington does. If they can keep up, especially if they don't have McLaurin. So. You may be you may be right. Um, it's just he's he's going to have the targets to to get there. I don't know if he will or not.
0: To. If Minshew is quarterback, I'm not going to hesitate to play him just because of how high of a score he had with Minshew at quarterback. Mm-hmm. But if it's not Minshew, I'm I'm going to steer away from him just a little bit.
1: Who's else? Mm-hmm. Uh, Gusecki.
0: Gusecki. Uh No, not Gusecki. I I mm-hmm. want to say yes, but man, he just has not gotten there. He'd have to get to 15 DraftKings points, and I don't think
1: he's done that forever. His <laughs> <laughs> bid since uh, early in the week, but against the Jets matchup, yeah. so he's got a good matchup. Uh, I, I was going down this way because I don't, I don't know if these higher folks are going to get there. Are You thinking Ertz and the Crystal Ball? No, I'm not.
0: Uh, it's possibility though with Hopkins there uh, being missing that maybe he could, but really he's only had one good game there. My other two were Kittle. I, you got to stop them you got to stop the man. And I know 7,500, you got three times the value. You got to get to 23 or 24, but man, he is just tearing it up. They are leaning on him pretty hard. If Debo is back, I'm going to uh, take my crystal ball and throw it in the garbage probably is what I'm <laughs> going to do.
1: But I, I do think th- they'll have a, I don't think they'll be competitive. Like you look at the games last two weeks where he's kind of went nuts. These were competitive games. I don't think Atlanta can keep up with the 49ers. So they're not going to They're not a throw-first team. Uh, They prefer to hand it off to Jeff Wilson Jr., uh, Eli Mitchell, et cetera. I think they can do that with Atlanta. uh, They're not going to get in shootouts like they did with Seattle and Cincinnati. So that's the only reason I'm kind of off Kittle this week.
0: At 6,400, I do think Andrews has a good shot at being able to do that against Green Bay. Will be a shootout kind of a thing. Whenever he's, uh, he, he seems to be the only target. <laughs> you know <what> I, mean? <laughs> I mean, him <laughs> and the other wide receiver, whichever one it happens to be that week. But I, you know, even Brown has has just fallen off. But Mark Andrews has been the guy. Now at the same time, man, the one hesitancy I had about that is if Lamar's throwing him the football, that does scare me.
1: Yeah, it's still high. Andrews is pretty. He's pretty safe. Uh, I think he's like the one that's really uh, threatening to dethrone uh, Kelsey for the first time in a while as the tight end one on the season. So I could see that happening. Uh, but you even look at his his logs like, yeah, against the, the Browns, you know, he got the 31, but you're looking for 18. Uh, he's done that, what, twice out of yeah. the last, what, eight, nine weeks? So
0: yeah, You're right. I'm, I'm trying to amuse
1: people too, Pierre. This, you know, <laughs> the podcast is about entertainment as well. The crystal so Ball I'm, was amusing enough, Wes.
0: <laughs> what do you want me to do, pull out Pierre jokes all the time? i can got to got a small pack of those. Hey, let's go from Dalton uh, Schultz. Let's go Schultz, whatever his first name is. 4,900 all the way down to the rest of the field, Pierre. And let's just find some people that we think might be good values down here. If there are any in your uh, avenue, I'll let you go first because I've stolen the last two.
1: <laughs> I'm actually going to go with, uh, with Ricky Still jones Okay, uh, he's, he's 3400. Again, this team could be without uh, McLaurin, who's in the concussion protocol. Um, Logan Thomas is out. Uh, he just came off a, a pretty poor game coming back himself uh, against the the Cowboys. But the the Eagles get torched uh, against tight ends. They're the worst defense in the league okay. against tight ends. So I, I like the, a good bounce back spot here for for Ricky Jones, Ricky Sills Jones. Speaking of bounce backs, that's what the ball does whenever it's thrown to the threaky seal. It hits his hand
0: and bounces back is what it's I saw
1: that a couple of times last
0: week. I'm like, come on, man,
1: just catch the ball, man. He's just coming back. He's gotta get back in the rhythm.
0: Hey, big Al, I know he I know I know he's got target issues, I know all those things, but Big Al at 3,300. That cat, he is cutting into fans' playing time, target shares. He's cutting into to everything about Noah Fan. Maybe one of these days, people will quit concentrating on Noah Fan as much and start looking Big Al's way. But he's gotten, <laughs> uh, you know, thirty-three hundred points there. He's got, he's hit that mark twice out of the last four weeks. So that's a possibility for him. It's a target. The volume just isn't there for him. But
1: yeah, I can see that. I can see that for. Oh, <laughs> Yeah, that's Big Al. <laughs> Tyler Higby, uh, 4K. Uh, I think he's in play again. He he came off the COVID list, but he actually had a false positives, uh, so he didn't actually have COVID. <laughs> again, you look at the the Odell Beckham situation. If he's off the field, uh, that's going to open up more targets for Higby. Uh, you again got another team that that struggles against the tight ends with the Seahawks. You know, 28th uh, against Higby there, and you know, 25 point total for the Rams. Uh, I like Higby to to kind of have a bounce back coming back at 4K.
0: Davis Mills favorite target, second favorite maybe, Brevin Jordan <laughs> in Brevin? Houston. Yeah. Twenty eight hundred is his salary, which is really cheap for any kind of tight end. But he got to 12, he got to 13 last week with Davis Mills there. Uh you know, I, I know what Pierre has been saying about the Houston, Texans, but Houston, Texans may be going to the Super Bowl, guys. No, I'm just kidding about that.
1: He's <laughs> <laughs> you know, well, lost did, a couple of listeners. No. <laughs>
0: you know what I was thinking about? I just thought about this too. It, how, what what are their records? Uh, Houston and Jacksonville, because this is going to be might be a game for the first pick of the draft, right? I mean, this it's, is
1: it's down there. I mean, yeah. you look at the Detroit's there too, two and eleven for both teams. Yeah, uh, Detroit's only got the one win, obviously. So Detroit's right now in the driver's seat, but they're they're on the they're on the back side of the, the line. They actually got saved by that tie; otherwise, it could be two and eleven across the board. So
0: both of these teams are trying to lose. Probably, ah, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
1: Uh, <laughs> I, I, I like uh, Uzama, thirty-one hundred, seeing uh, six targets, uh, yeah. back-to-back weeks. Uh, both Packers guys uh, as well. I know I'm kind of jumping there, but you got DeGuire down at twenty-seven hundred. You know, you saw him coming off uh, three targets. He caught all three, almost minimum salary, as well as Mercedes Lewis caught all four of his. Uh, they don't have Bobby Tunyon right now because he's out for the year, so they're they're kind of leaning on. Uh, the two-headed monster at tight end. So one of those guys could definitely get there as well. Uh, Mercedes Lewis or uh, Josiah DeGuar. Okay.
0: All right. I like that. I like that. Let's go over to the running backs then. Yep. And take a look over here. It, this is bleak. It is a bleak it's situation. rough, isn't it? That. It is <laughs> rough. You know that that is just is hard whenever you look there. And Najee starts us off at 7,800 against the Tennessee Titans, who are pretty stingy against the run. I guess we're going to take Najee all the way down to Gibson at 6K. Here, I'm going to be honest with you. When I was looking at this one, it was kind of a body blow. And I was going, I don't want, I don't know what to do at running back. Uh, find the cheapest option I think possible. It's almost <laughs> like looking at defenses or tight ends nowadays, man. It's it's really
1: hard. Well, you look at, like, who's not on this list. So we, we can't play Jonathan Taylor. We can't play Fournette. We can't play Eckler, Chubb, Dallin Cook, you know, Kamara, all those guys, Montgomery. We don't have any of these guys because they're, you know, on the the prime time and, you know, Thursday and Saturday night and Sunday night. So it, it, it kind of condenses this. And then you see all these cues next to everybody that you don't even know who's going to play.
0: Yeah, that that makes it really tough. Let's let's go ahead and drop it down all the way to Melvin Gordon then at fifty nine hundred. Yep. Okay, and let's assume these guys with Qs are really going to play by their names, or or you know if we really think they're not going to. Which I that, uh, looking at the last injury reports of these guys, I I think they all have a good shot at playing. Melvin Gordon or mm-hmm. Antonio Gibson this week.
1: I still like Gibson. Uh, I know he kind of disappointed everyone last last week. Uh, I feel like this could be a a good bounce-back spot for him, especially if McKissick still doesn't return. Uh, Give me Gibson.
0: Yeah, and Gordon and Williams are both. I mean, that's like a 50-50 time split there in Denver right now at this point. Gibson or Williams, then, would you still stick with Gibson?
1: Probably. I do like Javante more than than Melvin Gordon. Uh, If McKissick's back, um, I'd probably take Javante over Gibson. But if I I assume McKissick's still out, then I'll, I'll take Gibson still.
0: I don't think I don't think McKissick was seen on the practice field today, if I'm not mistaken. So that's a good possibility Gibson is flying solo. Gibson or Eli Mitchell if he plays. He was out there, wasn't necessarily taking reps, but he was out on the practice field.
1: Yeah, he was just off on the side. I do prefer Eli Mitchell if he plays. Um, I just like the run scheme of the, the 49ers. Is so that Shanahan run scheme you saw it with like Terrell Davis and Clinton Portis and all those guys in Denver uh, so I would like it, uh, Eli Mitchell, if he if he plays. I'm not sure he does, but he would be my preference.
0: I don't think Swift is going to play at all. D- do you agree?
1: I don't think so. There's really so. no point. They're one yeah. eleven. Why why rush him back if he's not ready? Gibson yep, or Connor then this week. If Connor plays, I, I love Connor. Uh, you look at the the Lions matchup. Uh, you can just torch them on the ground. Connor's getting that that workload. They could get Chase Edmonds back. I think he was pretty close. Uh, Monday night so that that could hurt him a bit especially if he is banged up Uh, but otherwise I do like Connor a lot at 6,400
0: yeah I I hope they rest Connor just for their sake and Mm -hmm. you know get a healthy squad and don't rush chase back and I think I think Benjamin can handle this workload on Sunday all by himself (laughs) you know he's not a bad running back at all I think that they could uh, execute and win this game firmly this Sunday uh what about Barkley Barkley seems to be in a 50-50 timeshare nowadays as well
1: yeah, I'm not gonna go say Quan. Um, he's talented, but he just there's no reason to really give him a workload. Uh, Dallas is a tough matchup, so I I stick with Connor over Barkley.
0: Yeah, I played him at 6K last week in a couple of lineups. Did well enough for me, yeah, but at 6,500 <laughs> I went. That's a little bit more expensive. I don't <laughs> I don't pay up. You know I pay up. Gibson or Aaron Jones, who is by the way Aaron Jones 50 50 as well
1: yeah and there's times where Dylan's taking you know sixty forty of that but i yeah. again i'll stick with i'll stick with Connor there I just prefer the to know the the share where i I don't know what's gonna happen with with Aaron jones and a j Dylan week to week
0: okay oh I, I did say Gibson Connor was Connor or a cordero Patterson.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe he's still up here, but i mean i will stick with Connor I think Connor's one of my my favorite plays this week if he plays if he's healthy. I do like Patterson. He, he's definitely tore it up. Um, he, he's been one of my wife's favorite players as he's been to the Vikings, the Bears, and Falcons now, and they're finally utilizing him the way he needs to be utilized. So uh, I do like Patterson, but I stick with Connor.
0: You know what I was thinking of with, with Cordell Patterson? Uh, I think we saw that, we've probably seen it before in the past, but really Chase Claypool that year that he broke out his rookie season with all those touchdowns, I went, man, you know, Cordero Patterson is playing the Chase Claypool role, (laughs) and he's doing it pretty well, you know, as well as Claypool, I think, if not better uh, than Claypool did. And then I went, ooh, that's like what Debo Samuel's doing nowadays, and I think Debo's doing it better than both of them.
1: And honestly, the Bears kind of started it. Like, they're the ones that kind of had him in the backfield. They didn't quite utilize him the way they should, but... I think they're the ones that kind of putting back their furs just because of the athleticism that they saw.
0: Uh, Joe Mixon, would you play Connor over Joe Mixon, Ezekiel Elliott or Najee Harris? Uh,
1: I I I probably go uh Harris um over over Connor otherwise. Otherwise I stick with Connor, but Harris would be the one I play over.
0: Harris all the way. I don't think Henderson Jr is going to play. I don't think he was out there this week. He hasn't been released off the COVID thing <laughs> yeah. yet. Boy, that's tough, man.
1: It is, it is. But I mean, he could open up, up Sony Michelle right there below him, So
0: Yeah, and Sonny Michelle is hundred yeah. percent, hundred percent. Oh, whatever. I looked at the snap shares or whatever it was, or the you know how many times he was out there. Hundred percent, man, is what Sony Michelle was, and it really opens him up against that Seattle Seahawks defense.
1: It can, it can. I, I like the matchup a lot better uh, against Seattle than I did against Arizona. Uh, he still saw you know twenty carries. I got a target. So if if uh, Henderson's still not activated. I think he can go back right back to Sony Michelle.
0: All right. What about uh, let's go from Miles Sanders all the way down there. I don't want to say Chase Edmonds is going to play. Uh, is, is there anybody else we can go rest the field on this one? Yeah, man.
1: we can rest the field <laughs> for
0: sure. Uh, I don't. I don't know if uh, Miles Sanders is in play for you against Washington. I don't think that he is for me. But what about for you?
1: Yeah, I like Miles Sanders. I feel like they they want to run the ball. Uh, you look at that that Jets. I know it was the Jets, but he he saw twenty four. KRA's got three receptions, you know, came in with 20 points. That's without a touchdown. If he gets a touchdown, that's an even bigger day. Uh, so, again, he's still pretty cheap, 5,800. Uh, I know he's questionable uh, with the ankle, but I, I just feel like he could still be in play for sure. I like Miles Singer's. I like Devin
0: Singletary. I know he's going against the Carolina Panther defense, but mm-hmm. man, he is getting so much run there in Buffalo right now. I think that he's, and the minute I think that he's like the number one running back there, he'll be bumped down to the number three running back probably in <laughs> Buffalo, but I don't mind him at 4,900. He can get right up there to that, that price point, uh, range or what is it? 5k. He can get right up there to 15. He's kind of done that a uh, week or two.
1: Yeah. You got to watch their inactive and active list, uh, every week, because at uh, Moss, is active, then you, you probably bump him down a bit. Where if, if Moss is inactive, same for Brita, uh, then you can kind of roll out Singletary. It kind of depends on what they feel like the script's going to be uh, as a thing with Singletary, so that's tough there. I'm um, actually like James Robinson. Uh, I know it's dangerous uh, with Jacksonville. Really? It's dangerous with Urban Meyer, but um, if if he's hearing, you know, the the media, if he's hearing his team, uh, if he's hearing the critics, he's going to get James Robinson involved. Uh, Trevor Lawrence wants him involved, so. You know, this is your franchise quarterback. You need to make him happy. Uh, $5,400 is really good price on James Robinson, the, the cheapest he's been all season. Uh, if he actually gets back involved like he was, you know, week three, four, five, uh, he's going to really pay off that salary. We don't know the Urban Meyer situation, uh-huh. but I do like him to, to take a risk, take a shot.
0: If we're looking for cheap, cheap running back, Royce Freeman has gotten the most carries. I think each and every week's got a lot of playing time there in Houston. Um, and I, David Johnson, <laughs> I don't know, I don't know if he's <laughs> even playing. I don't know where he is anymore. But I think they said that my guy Burkhead is no longer is not going to play this week at all. So it's going to be the Royce Freeman show in it Houston. It could
1: be. It could be. Uh, watch out for Michael Carter. Okay, uh, he's only forty seven hundred, but he's he's supposed to get returned uh, from the IR this week. Uh, so right now people don't see that cause they see the red IR, uh, but reports are he's going to be activated, uh, there against Miami, uh, 47, really good price tag. Again, uh, you look at them, they're banged up in their own backfield as well. Uh, he had some really big gains up before the injury. So Michael mm-hmm. Carter, uh, is definitely in play if he's activated.
0: All right, Pierre, why don't you build me a lineup here, buddy row? Uh,
1: there's a few, there's a few ways I would go, but, um, I'll go with Tua. Uh, I'll go with your Bama boy. Uh, get part of these Dolphins. So give me Tua at quarterback, fifty-seven hundred. Uh, going to double stack him. I know you didn't like him, but I'm going to take Gaseki at tight end, uh, as well as Devontae Parker there at one of the receiver spots at five K and forty-three hundred. Um, I do expect Carter to be activated, so I'll use him as a running back uh, since that position is so ugly this week. Uh, at forty-seven hundred, uh, give me give me Cooper Cup. Gonna play cup, gonna pay up 9K Cooper Cup, especially with the, the COVID stuff that's going on there with the Rams. Give me Buffalo. Let me get that defense in there. Give me the Bills defense uh, just to make sure we have a solid defense at 3,100. I'll go James Robinson, 5,400 running back. Uh, I do, I think he will have a bounce back. I think Irma will at least try to put a, a, a decent product out on the field. There, can I get Devontae? Yep. I'm okay. Give me Devontae Adams in the flex. Okay. 8,900, and then you can give me Gabriel Davis to close it out, 3,700. Emmanuel Sanders is probably going to be out this week. So, of Michael Carter, James Robinson, Gabe Davis, Cooper Cup, Devontae Parker, Mike Gusecki, Devontae Adams, Bills defense.
0: All right. It sounds like a winner to me, Pierre. I will put my dime in the slot and I will see what <laughs> we come up with. Hey, man, I appreciate you always making time out here, not just for me, but all these listeners as well who do appreciate our input each and every week. Uh, it shows its it's been told to me because of the way that the DFS Dreamer DraftKings contest fills up each week and how much fun people have participating in that as well as all the different feedback that we get from the retweets, the quote tweets, different things like that. And, Pierre you're the star of the show man and i really do appreciate it
1: well thank you for having me i have fun it's fun doing it with you you keep it entertaining and uh, it's just a, a blessing honestly
0: Oh, blessing! I like that. The DFS Dreamer <laughs> blessings are upon you. Uh, we do appreciate you guys listening, sharing, retweeting, liking, subscribing, all those things, telling people about this podcast. We do appreciate all that. Make sure you follow Pierre over on Twitter at Pew31 on Twitter, as, follow, as well as following me at LoFinet on Twitter, and don't forget to follow the Show at FI today with a little underscore there. Tons of content being retweeted out there each and every day. That you can find all kinds of information. If you ever get bored, head over to FI today with a little underscore, and I'm sure there's latest, greatest article by many of the content creators that are out there on Twitter, on the Twitterverse, on the Twitterverse. But more importantly than all those actions, Fit fam we always want to encourage you to find a way to make a positive impact in somebody's life today.